The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name's Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So newsflash, the United States stinks at saving money. I don't know if that's a that's news to anybody, but as a country, we're really bad at saving money. Um, but you go back to the COVID deal. I, I go back to April of 2020, uh, and the every, the average American saved 30, 34 cents on every dollar that they earned uh, during COVID. Uh, and I remember, so do you remember that? It was awesome. Like I, I was like, Oh man, I don't have to put money in my bank account. It just like stays there. This is miraculous. It it was awesome. Um, but guess what? Fast forward to August of this year, and the savings rate in America. This is for everybody. Uh, is three point nine percent. So uh, we haven't seen a savings rate below four four percent since drumroll, please, September of two thousand eight. And if you remember, that was the beginning of the global financial crisis. So March, March twenty twenty, first uh, two digit Amex bill I ever had. It's it's um a little bit stressful to see our savings rate go back to there because you know what's happening is people now um, they're not saving money anymore. Uh, and, you know, starting to live on credit. I mean, credit card usage has spiked, and people are, have mostly spent all of that savings down, and so we know where the next move is, unfortunately. So uh, this is another thing I thought I'd bring up since we've been talking about a little bit about Social Security, the cost of living adjustment going up by 3.2% next year, if you didn't hadn't heard yet. Uh, but this is something you need to do before you turn 62, uh, and it's most people don't use it, but go to my Social Security. Um, you can go through the registration process. So it's a My Social Security account. You can just Google My Social Security account. Um, it's an online portal that helps you monitor your benefits, request a new Social Security card, and a bunch of other things. Um, so if you're not receiving your Social Security benefit yet, you can estimate your monthly payments, review your earnings history, which is an important one, and you could also replace your Social Security card. If you are already receiving benefits, you can set up your direct or change your direct deposits on this site, get your Social Security 1099 tax forms, uh, you can print your benefit verification letter, and you can also replace your Social Security card. So again, just Google, if you're say 55 or older and getting close to that time when you're gonna start taking Social Security, Go just Google my Social Security account, and you can set up this online gateway to uh, learn all about your Social Security. Mostly, if you're younger, you just want to check that like your earnings history looks accurate, and you can start to get an idea about what your Social Security benefits going to be. Like if you're you're 60 and you're like, okay, I'm gonna retire at 65. I, I want to start to get an estimation of what I'm gonna get so for Social Security, and you know you can come within a pretty reasonable. Uh, estimation if your income is going to stay the same or go up a little bit of what it's going to be at 65. So um, one of the things that Josh and I were talking about last week, because Josh talked to um, one of our clients, I think over in the Valley on this telephone, um, is uh, the, the the client told him, he, he was consolidating an account, I think he put mother died or something, but the mother died and he was consolidating an account from the mother's advisor uh, over to us. And the funny thing was, is, is Josh said, oh, well, what firm is it coming from? And the guy told him, and it happened to be Edward Jones in this case. And, and then the guy said, well, I can tell you what's in the account. And Josh said, you don't have to. I know what's in the account without even looking at it. And, jo and, and you know, the guy said, Josh says, well, it's full of American funds and Franklin Templeton funds. And the guy pulls up the statement. And, of course, what was it full of? Franklin Templeton and American funds. And the guy was like, how in the heck did you know without looking at this statement? Josh. Why don't you explain to our listening audience why we know where a financial advisor works based on what's in that client account? 
the beautiful uh, world of revenue share is, of course, why we know that. And and we're bringing this up just so, you know, in most industries, when you go to the grocery store, there's a reason something is on the end cap, right? There's a revenue share that goes on. There. Everything, you know, drugs are sold more than <laughs> other drugs. So there's everything is sold. But we want you as consumers uh, that listen to our radio show to understand if you are at a national firm, if your advisor is at one of these national firms, the investments in your account are in there for a specific reason, and it has nothing to do with you. That's why 12 years ago when you hurt your ankle, you got a, a very large prescription <laughs> of uh, opioids. But uh, the idea is – Purdue just, Pharma. Yeah. It's, the idea is pay to play, right? And, of course, you know that different firms have different mechanisms. But that for in the case of Edward Jones, it's just – uh, you know, American Funds and Franklin pay significant amounts of money directly to the firm to be on the distribution platform. And uh, that's true across uh, really every broker dealer that functions with that model. Uh, the major banks are pretty bad offenders here. Uh, JP Morgan has, you know, depending on the allocation, when we see it, it's usually around a third uh, of the account holdings are proprietary funds. But uh, you know, we can we have a really good idea just to, based on where an account is held, what's going to be in it, uh, and of course not because those funds are the best for you, uh, just because those are the firms that pay the most money to be on those distribution platforms. So if you, so, for example, if you're at one of these big national warehouses, so big like a Merrill Lynch or one of these places, you're not going to have Vanguard in your account. You're not going to have some of these low cost index funds in your account because. You know, lo and behold, obviously the fees on those things are so low, they don't have enough money built into their pro to that product to be able to revenue share with Merrill Lynch. And so it's not good for Merrill Lynch. And so if it's not good for Merrill Lynch or UBS or, you know, Morgan Stanley, it's not going to end up in your account. So in order for something to end up in your account, if you're at one of those firms, it has to be good for the firm first. Let's get let's make this abundantly clear. And so the, they are for profit businesses. And, and if you're OK with that then I, I guess it's fine, but like you should, I mean, th these firms, you know, they were forced to disclose this. If you remember Elliot Spitzer in 2003 went after all these firms for this revenue sharing and the conflicts of interest that, that uh, he saw existing and all of a sudden they found him with a prostitute. And it, it was like, I, I remember bringing it up <laughs> with uh, with my wife and I'm saying, I don't know that this guy did this or not, but essentially is as if he went after the mafia because these firms are so well connected and they have so much money that they essentially made Elliot Spitzer go away. But then things changed, and, and a lot of disclosures had to come out. And so you can go on. Edward Jones, Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch, Ameriprise, all of these different big national firms, and they have on their website, they have the revenue-sharing disclosures, uh, and you can see how much money these firms are paying uh, – the mutual fund companies and insurance companies are paying to be on their platform. And so – you know what happens is is you go there and and uh, you know you hire a Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley or Ameriprise advisor, and you know you hire them to manage your money and you know you go through all the stuff that every advisor has you go through, and then ultimately the deliverable what they put your money in, isn't in there isn't in your account because it's the best investment for you. In fact, that's not true at all. It's the best investment for Ameriprise or Merrill and or Edward Jones first. It, it doesn't even come close should, to getting to you unless it's going to be good for the firm. We should be clear that, that, you know, that end advisor is not actually receiving those funds. It's going directly to the firm. They're just the salesperson and they're functionally the distribution force for the fund companies. That's just how it works. Yeah. I mean, your, your advisor at one of those, at that firm, you know, is, is, not doesn't have a say in this decision it's and, and they're probably good people but i would say to them like if you know this is going on and you're not able to offer your clients the best available investments to, to for them why are you at this firm like you're in the business to help people supposedly of course you're going to make some money but you you can do it like you can go independent like josh and i are and there's thousands of independent advisors that can offer their the advisor makes not a penny more if they offer you know you put you in a, a one of these fund companies that revenue share versus a, a well, you, you know we don't make a penny more we we put our you know like so an independent advisor isn't going to make more money because we use some product it, it, we want what's best for the client because at the end of the day that's how we win too well you see you know we in trade magazines there's a lot of you see the movement of big teams and whatever else within the business and a lot of them leaving a wirehouse will say well we can finally do the right thing for our clients and uh it's like well, coincidentally for the last 20 years coincidentally they're all usually about a certain age where it's about time that they needed to monetize the business that they built well so, you can finally do the right thing you could have done it the whole time the last 30 40 years this model of has course existed, but so. it's just funny
All right, if you want to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or you can email us. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about how you, a lot of you are still making big mistakes with your bond portfolio, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. This is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. After three decades of being a shopkeeper here in Bend, I do believe it is true what Starseed David Bowie said. Time may change me, but I can't trace time. I can trace the stories of the lives of my customers, the gifts they have given to their loves and the gifts they have given themselves. I can trace the support I have received from our community and the helping hands that have kept Cosmic Depot's doors open for such a great many years. The Cosmic Depot is open to the changes that time has made so that you may find a rewarding cosmic experience awaits anew still after all these years. Whatever you are on a mission for, incense, essential oils, beads, candles, herbs, a thoughtful little gift, a crystal for your pocket, or a sweet silver locket, Cosmic Depot may have it and certainly Certainly, it will be fun looking around for it. The Cosmic Depot is open daily at 342 Northeast Clay and Bend. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Bend Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Spirit Halloween is now open for all your costume needs. Spirit is located in the former Tuesday morning location and they have something for everyone. Costumes for kids to adults and even pets of all shapes and sizes. Spirit Halloween even has you covered for home decorations. Make it scary, fun, or trendy. Just make sure you shop Spirit Halloween in the Bend Factory Stores. Smart shoppers start at the Bend Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month. We're going to do it on Monday where we talk about what's going on in markets and how that affects your money. So if you want to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and we'll put you on that, and that's the only thing that we'll send you. So back in July, remember that, Josh? I remember I was on vacation, and I was in Idaho, and I remember being on my boat and looking at my phone and looking at the market, and texting Josh and saying, 
apparently stonks don't go down. And, you know, if you remember back in the month of July, the market was up, the S&P was up something like 13, a little over 13% in the month of July. The S&P was trading at 4,600. And we were sort of in the middle of the best start to a year we'd ever have. Uh, everybody thought, oh, wow, that bear market, Whew, we've missed one there. It's off to the races again. But now, obviously, stocks have pulled back again. Um, and so what, what was interesting in that period is the, if you looked at the spread between bulls and bears and managers that uh, had uh, were optimistic, it had gotten to an extreme level. So the bulls, everybody was bullish. Individual investors were bullish. Uh, professional money managers were bullish. It had gotten to a very high level of bullishness. Peak soft landing is what we called it. And so then, obviously, fast forward to now, S and P. You know, we just had a recently, essentially, an eight percent pullback, uh, and that. That sentiment among investors, whether it's professional or retail investors, has changed dramatically. Uh, active money managers, long money managers, their exposure to stocks down 36%. Um, and the uh, percentage of bears in the American Association of Individual Investors are now 41%. That's the highest since May. So it's really funny for us to see how quickly uh, sentiment turns around when the prices of stock stocks change like when the market sells off all of a sudden people become bearish when it rises people become bullish um and it's almost actually an exact like you can it's almost an exact uh it's 100 percent inverse what am i trying to say here like, well like yeah like if you if it, the most investors are bearish uh markets are going to trade higher if most investors are bullish markets are going to trade lower like when you look at the data it's unbelievable so you know people are bearish right now when you look at professionals and retail they're really bearish so we're certainly probably due for a bounce here we're not sort of overly optimistic over the next 12 months but probably into year end we're, we could be due for a bounce both in bonds and stocks um Here's the other thing. This is this goes to this market timing thing or ability to try to time markets or, you know, getting in and out of markets based on what you think is going to happen. If we told you three years ago that the money supply in the United States was going to increase as much as it did, inflation was going to increase by almost 20 percent, the national debt was going to increase by 25 percent, you probably – would have guessed that that was going to be really bad for the U.S. dollar and really good for gold. So let's think. What, what let's fast forward. What happened? Well, the dollar's up twenty percent over that period, and the, and gold's down five percent over that period. So, if I if if I gave you the information of what was going to happen uh, that should normally historically affect the dollar and gold, you would have gotten it wrong. If you had made the trade that should have worked great, it would have been a disaster. So it's more proof that. Even with the information, it's more proof you need to be diversified. Like diversification is the only answer. Everything leads back to diversifying and owning indexes. It just, it just, it's crazy when you are given the data uh, and you know saying, okay, well, given this, what should have happened, and the opposite happens. Well, the uh, the demise of the dollar crowd that was coming out of the woodwork that was mostly in 2022, right? And they're still there. Yeah, but you know, they've uh, gone back into the. Come back into hiding for the time being. So morning. So you know, people. It's crazy to us. Josh and I, you know, see accounts all the time when we do our free retirement reviews, and we can't believe the stuff that, especially on the bond side of people's portfolios, people are still making mistake hand over fist, and it makes absolutely no sense to us other than people are blindly allocating money and don't know what they're doing. That's the only answer. I can't come up with another answer as to why people are investing in the bond market the way they are. Only, I guess, the other way to look at it is I guess they could be making a trade in the bond part of their portfolio, which should never be happening, but they're making a trade thinking rates are going to go lower. That's the only explanation that would m make sense. Otherwise, you're a doofus and you don't know what you're doing, it's which is probably more likely. The most evident thing to us over the last year and a half is that you, as an allocator like we are, you cannot take duration in a fund. Well, and so here's real quick before we talk the, the data, Morningstar looked at the data for for fund flows and um the iShares 20 plus year treasury ETF TLT uh is down 15% this year. It had an abysmal year. It's like, down 42% in the last 3 years from its peak. So so it's down and so but the yield on it has gotten more attractive. It's something like 4.8% I think at this point. Um and so money is 4.9% right now. Money is pouring into this thing. 
thing. It's it makes uh, uh, this is the, one of the most price sensitive ETFs you can get out there. Interest rate sensitive uh, ETFs you can get it's out po- there. It's pouring into the extent that it's evident that it's coming from institutions and you know big allocator demand. Like, well, advisors. Yeah, yeah. And so what doesn't make sense to us is like okay. What's the you know if you want to buy a twenty year bond that's going to pay you four point eight four point nine percent and you hold it to maturity and you're, that's your plan that is a totally different thing that's not what we're talking about that we don't we don't we might not agree with that but we don't have an argument with you doing that because it tells us you know what you're doing now if you buy an ETF where the prices of all the bonds have to be reflected in the price of the ETF on a daily basis that's what doesn't make sense to us relative to the other parts of the bond market if you're going to be buying ETFs where you can get a more attractive yield that is going to be less interest rate sensitive it doesn't make sense but all of this money is pouring into the TLT at record pace and so it tells us that there's so many financial advisors and professional money managers that allocate blindly based on either the coupon that they see or so much of their money has to be allocated to a 20-year bond, irregardless of where we are in the interest rate cycle. And so when we look at your portfolios, and Josh and I sit down and we look at your portfolios, the people you know you that are listening right now, you still have a bunch of this trash in your portfolio, and you know you've already lost a bunch of money, and there's a good chance that you know if rates just keep ticking up a little bit, you'll keep losing money. But relative, you can buy you can buy a a really short duration U.S. Treasury ETF that pays you five and a half percent with none of the interest rate volatility, price volatility that you're seeing in the TLT. So I would love for somebody that's buying the TLT to call us and explain to us the rationale. Your only rationale that would make sense is you wholeheartedly believe interest rates are going to go way down from here and that's going to make the price of this thing. But that, that's argue, the only way it works out. I'd argue that even if you believe that, that it would be in the wrong sleeve because it would be... You're, it's a trade, yeah, right. Like making it as a, you're, you're looking for equity-like returns. So if you're, it's money that's meant to reduce risk with, then it shouldn't even be allocated to something with that much price sensitivity. And the same thing we should note is happening in, in a different form with a different wrapper and that's in target date funds because when you're making these blind allocations just across the duration spread. Uh, it's, it's just laziness, and it, there's way too much price sensitivity to these things, and it, it's not achieving the function you want it to. And if your advisor is being that lazy, uh, you know, you, there's something you've got to do about it. So you know, we're seeing um, n- things that make no sense in people's bond portfolios. We, they didn't make sense to us three years ago. They still don't make sense to us. Um, you need to be taking an active role and paying attention to your bond allocation because, you know, Josh and I are excited. We finally, and you know, we're dorky investment guys. We're excited that our safe money is finally getting a north of 5% return uh, on a relatively low risk, you know, in a relatively low risk way. And you should be doing the same thing. It doesn't make any sense to us that your advisor would be taking duration or credit risk right now. It just doesn't make any sense. We're getting there, but we're still not there. And if you're going to buy duration, make sure you're buying an individual bond, which none of your advisors are doing. All right. If you'd like to be part of the show, you have a question for us or a comment, give us a call 877-670-7117. You can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about some things you need to be doing when you're saving for retirement. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com.
We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. It's Happy Socktober all month long at Pendleton. Get a free pair of your favorite Pendleton socks when you buy three pairs. Make October cozy with iconic patterns of Pendleton wool socks. Buy three pairs of socks, get one pair free. Going on now at Pendleton. This deal is perfect for gift giving and the upcoming holidays. Plus, you get to treat yourself too. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Today, I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. My name is Opal, and I am the birthstone for October. I am known as the Queen of Gems because I am so colorful. I am literally nature's kaleidoscope. I have many sides to my personality. I can be a white snowy landscape dotted with fireflies of red, blue, and green. Or I can be a black night streaked with rainbow lightning. You can find me in nearly every corner of the world, including here at home in Oregon and Nevada. But my most prized gems come from down under in Australia. Sadly, many of you are afraid to wear my gems because some silly author centuries ago wrote a book and said some awful things about me, calling me bad luck. But I've outlived him, and today I am revered for my multicolored beauty and mesmerizing patterns. You can find amazing opal jewelry from Central Oregon and abroad at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or SatterleyJewelers.com. You work hard driving the road, earning every dime, and you do not have time for interruptions. If you break down in the Portland area or need great service, call Ultimate Truck Service first at Exit 9 in Ridgefield. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services. They keep you rolling. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those meetings scheduled. The number here. 800-743-0988, or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So one of the things that Josh and I value above almost anything when we are investing our clients' money and our own money is liquidity, is the ability to be able to sell something or buy something uh, and have it be turned into cash or the security that day. We, we hate illiquid investments. 
and we think you should too. So if you uh, are investing yourself or have an advisor, you should value liquidity above all else uh, because it's so very important, especially if things go sideways, if we have a recession and the recession is long and you know, economy uh, contracts quite a bit, you're going to want liquidity. Uh, cash is worth a lot when other people need it. But you know, when, when the you-know-what hits the fan and you have illiquid investments, guess what? They become really Ill- illiquid. You can't even get pennies on the dollar. But a lot of you have these securities that you think are worth a certain amount. And if you went to actually sell them, they'd be worth pennies on the dollar. So value liquidity, uh, it, it, it is really... I mean, in order for you to buy illiquid investments and do it successfully over time, you have to be really rich. And when I say really rich, like Yale Endowment rich, like billions and billions. Um, so there's a, a secret weapon in the U.S. economy. <laughs> do you know what that is? The old people. They're driving around really slow right now. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. economy's secret weapon is is baby boomers, is seniors. I mean, they are... Uh, probably for that age group, they're the most flush they've ever been. Uh, you know, this group that's say 60 plus, uh, you know, they have their balance sheets are, are in really good shape. They have lots of resources. Um, and, uh, the only unfortunate thing is we don't, we, they don't spend enough money. They don't, if we could get that baby boom generation to spend like Josh's generation, the economy would be going by six and a half percent. Hold on. I mean, let, Wall Street Journal did great. Did a great uh, data analysis this week as a percentage of consumer spending by age group, uh, 65 and over, top of the heap amongst all demographic groups. Well, because now. they can. Yeah. Because they have the money. But but relative to their to their net worth, they're not spending a fraction of what your generation spends. No, I mean, they, you know, there's more data in there. But, uh, you know, as median reported 12-month change in household spending, uh, 60 and over is up 8% over this time last year, uh, 40 to 60 it's up 5%, so you know a little bit more than inflation, and less than 40, bottom of the heap, basically in line with inflation. But uh, the share of household wealth held by adults 70 years and up, uh, all-time high, 26% now. Now you just got to get out there and be patriotic and spend that money. Come stop on. taking so many naps. Jump on Amazon. Yeah, stop flying to, and spending your money in Europe. <laughs> Come on, man. Spend it here. <laughs> the economy needs you. We need you. We actually, not only do you need to spend money, we actually need you to come back to work. So if you could come back to work because you're the generation that actually shows up on time and you're not high and you're not hungover and you're willing to take actually direction where the millennial generation might show up on time. And if they show up on time, you're usually going to get a bunch of talk back. So, so boomers, can you please come back to work? If you're not going to spend your money, can you please come back to work? Cause we, I'm not even joking. It's, we really need you. It's Oregon and, an increasing number of them are high. In Oregon, the yeah. boomers? Yeah. Well, it's because it's legal, but yeah. I, I, I promise if they come back to work, they're not going to be high. They wait till after work. <laughs> yeah. They have, <laughs> they have respect for their job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, one, you know, Josh and I, were, we also looked at data. I think this is from the Wall Street, yeah, Wall Street Journal. And, okay, I know I pick on the millennial generation all the time and rightfully so because they're worth picking on and they're low-hanging fruit but millennials are on track to surpass their elders in one key source of financial uh, security and that's retirement savings and so uh, they did a study and they looked at well what's happening why this why, is from the vanguard retirement readiness report why is this going on um so the generation that so millennials for those of you who don't know are, are the generation born in the 80s and 90s which Josh was born in what 1986. Yep. Um, they've lagged uh, behind uh, pre- previous generations when it comes to home ownership and earnings, uh, but they're saving more for retirement. And the reason for that is now most 401k, especially at big companies, have auto enrollment as their default. So you go work at any you know big or company of relatively good size, they have something called auto enrollment in their 401k, meaning you have to go into the 401k and contribute. Usually it's a, you know, they're going to do their match plus whatever you contribute. So 3% plus hopefully you're doing a, a certain percent. And so this, this generation, because they're starting young, whether they wanted to or not, is is saving uh, for retirement. So that, that auto enrollment is a good thing uh, because it's forcing people to sort of eat their vegetables and exercise, if you know what I mean. Um, and so you, you, then you take that a step further and you say, okay, well, what's so good about uh, 
you know, these auto enrollment and, and why and this automation, uh, you, you know, you've heard this term pay yourself first. Uh, that's what the 401k is. Your money goes into your, you get a paycheck and your money gets deducted from your 401k before it goes to taxes, before it goes anywhere else, before it goes into your bank account and it goes into your 401k. So that is the epitome and the definition of paying yourself first. And BlackRock did a study. I know all of you out there hate BlackRock. You think it's the boogeyman, but BlackRock and Larry Fink, who was on CNBC last night, he's the new George Soros replacement, but they did a study last uh, recently and they said that uh, people that have a retirement plan at work, so a workplace benefit, usually like a 401k, 403b, one of those sort of uh, retirement, have on average $625,000 more saved for retirement than people that don't have a retirement plan at work. And the reason for that is because, not that the 401k is the greatest investment or 403b is the greatest vehicle in the history of the world, it's because it's automated and you don't have to do anything. So most people, if it's like they're, they're tasked with trying to save money, they're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go do my life this month and then at the end of the month, if I have money, money left over, I'll save that. And the 47 cents that you'll have left over, that's not going to get you too far in retirement. So, you, you know, this pay yourself first thing is really, really important. And it's why the 401k is relatively successful because you're not having to do anything. Once you get it set up and a lot of companies it's set up for you, it's just happening automatically. And the way that I used to think about it when I was in corporate America uh, is I would just keep ratcheting every single – so I'd get a job. I'd say, okay, I'm going to start at 10% plus the company match. So 13% of my salary is going to my retirement plan. And I'd keep ratcheting it up by 1% per month until I sort of felt the pain. I said, ooh, this month was tight. And so I'd, I'd leave it there and then I'd get a raise. And most of my raise would go to my uh, – till, till I got to the point that I was maxing out. I was contributing the most you could contribute in my, in my company retirement plan. And – it, what's so great about it is that you know you get used to living without it. If you if I had said okay, I'm going to save the money that I have left over every month when I was in my 20s, you know the answer to that. It would have been zero. And so uh, it, you know because it was going, it was one of my. It was just like paying taxes. It was going in there. It was like paying for health insurance. It was just happening automatically, and the money was getting invested without me having to do anything. It just automatically got in there. So the more you can automate your investment life, the better off you're going to be. And it doesn't just have to be, I'm not talking about just your company, uh, you know, your retirement plan, your 401k, 403b. Like if you have kids, you should be automating your 529. Like when my kids got social security numbers, I opened their 529s at Vanguard and from my month or from my bank account, every single month money was going into their, to their accounts. And so the more you can automate your investment plan and have the money automatically invested, the better off you're going to be because you're not having to make decisions, right? When you start, to, start having to make decisions, especially if the market gets squirrely, it's like, oh, I'm not going to do it this month. No, automate, automate, automate. It is like when we look at our clients, some of our clients never made more than $50,000 a year, but they have multi-million dollar accounts because they were young and they automated it as soon as they could with Vanguard or someplace like that. And it's they let compound interest do all the heavy lifting for them, right? They saved as much as they could but it was automatically happening and they did it in the stock market. So the stocks grew over time and they're like, whoa, I woke up one day and I was a millionaire and I never really made any money. And so, you know, that's available to every single one of you out there. You just have to pay yourself first and automate it. So you're not having to make that decision. And so if you have kids or grandkids, get them to think in these terms because it's never in the history of the world been easier to automate your investing with technology the way it is. It is so unbelievable. You have to spend a little bit of time on the front end. Once it gets set up, then you never have to deal with it again in, unless you want to increase the amount you're saving. Automate, automate, automate. All right. If you want to be part of the show, you have a question for us or a comment, give us a call 877-670-7117 or you can email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails. You'll want to stick around for that. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
You can feel it in the air. Mother Nature is changing things up at Kendall Toyota of Bend. We're on board with changing things up with a great deal on a new Toyota. With new incentives, save thousands on new Toyota trucks and SUVs. We have some limited deals that are sure to go fast. Save over $3,300 off MSRP on a new 2023 Toyota Tundra SR5 4x4. Don't wait. With only two available at this price, they won't last long. Get in on savings of $2,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Toyota Tacoma with only one available at this price. Between our expanding inventory and the deals, change things up with a new Toyota and save at Kendall Toyota of Ben. Stop by today or get started at toyotaofben.com. Kendall, let's start something great. VIN number PX117903 and PM594441. Inventory accurate as of 10923. Credit score 700 or higher may be required to qualify. All financing under for credit price does not include title registration tax, $115 revenue fee, or $35 electronic filing fee. Offer valid 10523 through 103123. Can you tell me the traditional gift for our 61st anniversary? Well, I know the 50th is gold, but I don't think there is a traditional 61st anniversary gift. Well, there is now, and it's green. As in, save a ton of greenbacks during the 61st anniversary sale at Wilson's of Redmond. Saving money is a great tradition. For Wilson's 61st anniversary, we've negotiated exceptional discounts from our manufacturers. We're talking huge savings on Stressless, the most comfortable furniture on the planet. Big green discounts on fully customized handcrafted furniture from Country Classic Collection. Leather Italia, Flex Steel, and Southern Motion. Save up to $1,100 on heirloom luxury mattresses, too. Free delivery and special no-interest financing available. See store for details. At Wilson's of Redmond. Sale ends October 31st. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Keeping it local for 61 years. October is going to be spectacular. Indian Head Casino's $80,000 Mummy Money Giveaway. Mm. This is so exciting. Win your share of $22,000 during our drawings on Fridays and Saturdays. Simply listen for your name. Ladies and gentlemen. And win up to $1,200 in cash. <laughs> and on Halloween Day. Tuesday, October 31st. Win big with Pharaoh Multipliers. $500 Mummy Madness. A ghoulish slot tournament at 2 p.m. <laughs> And Saturday, October 28th, join our scary celebration. Excuse me? What? With a costume contest plus games and prizes. Ooh, you're scaring me. Stop it. Indian Head Casino's $80,000 Mummy Money Giveaway. Every Friday and Saturday in October. Your mummy would be proud if you won. <laughs> Indian Head Casino, where winners play. Total cash and prizes in October. See the Players Club for detail. Did you realize that each day your average customer spends 10 minutes using using Google and six hours on the rest of the internet? Hmm, that means the internet beats Google 18 to 1. Wow, Combined Communications Digital Advertising gives you affordable access to every potential customer on all their devices every day. Mobile, computer, and smart TV. When you see what we can do, we believe you will be amazed. Combined Communications Digital Advertising. Say hello on our contact page at bendradio.com. That's bendradio.com. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So, Hopefully this goes without saying, but I feel like I need to bring it up because uh, it comes up occasionally. So when you are quoted a yield on a fixed rate investment, like a CD or a bond or uh, anything of the sort, it, 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 it's quoted on an annualized basis. So if you, let's say, buy a six-month CD and they're saying you're going to get paid 4.9%, it's not 4.9% over the six months it's an annualized yield, so you're going to get half of that 4.9% because it's a six-month time period. And, you know, when that matures, you'd, you'd have to buy another one that is six months out, and it, that one also had an annualized year of 4.9%. You'd get it. You'd get the one-year yield of 49 But anytime you're quoted 
a, a yield or an interest rate on some fixed investment. It's an annualized number. Uh, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are being confused by that. Of course, the, like, the only thing you, you can't think say, of. But like, let's just let's just take this for a second. Like, you know, you're not going to buy a three month treasury that pays you five and a half percent in three months because if you think of the annualized number there, twenty two percent a year. Of course, we're all going to do that, right? Oh, why didn't yeah. we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, remember the thing you got to think about: what are rates going to be when I get there? And uh, if higher, man, if no. you're like on the doomsday tip, and you know you think we're right around the corner from another 2008, you know yields are probably not going to be five and a half percent annualized when you get there in six months. Well, the, Joe, the Biden crime family has anything to say about it? <laughs> we're going to be there. Uh, so, so one of the things that. <laughs> Josh and I see a lot uh, when we do our free retirement views. Is what's so funny? Our producers even laughing. Is a lack of small cap stocks in people's portfolios. So I know we sound like a broken record as it relates to asset allocation, and but small caps have done really poorly this year uh, so far. But you know, when you look at valuation, there is a big deviation between the valuation of large cap, the large cap universe and small cap stocks. And so historically, small caps sell off more in a recession than large caps do, but they lead historically the way coming out of recession. And it's an, it's an allocation that a lot of you, it's misrepresented or not represented at all in your portfolio. And so we would just say, go. you need to be thinking, go down the market cap spectrum, whether that be mid cap or small cap stocks, because when this thing finally turns and we do start an open market, you're going to want There's exposure still, to that market. Still beating the S&P on a three-year trailing basis, so out of out of the last recession. And uh, they definitely have priced in that recession uh, or are trading at valuations that more resemble recession valuations. And uh, we still like them. Uh, they're a durable part of our allocation. And, uh, you know, they sell everything domestically, so they're less susceptible to the strong dollar and some of the big geopolitical headwinds that we see today. All right. So check your exposure. Do you, do you need to see if you have small cap exposure? Because we think it's uh, very under-owned and it's an asset class that can provide a substantial amount of juice uh, to your portfolio. It's, if you look at returns going back say 100 so to, to 1900 you look at small cap stocks relative to large cap uh, it's been about a 200 basis point delta between small and large it comes obviously with more volatility but uh, it is a place that you can get some uh, pretty re really good returns um, if, if you're willing to hold on with the volatility all right let's tackle some email questions uh, we got an email from Beth that says uh, can money paid to, to student loan provider by a grandparent be considered a gift? So this is an interesting one. And Josh and I were like, okay, let's answer this in a way that we're not just going to answer the simple question. We're going to talk about it in a little bit broader term. So you, most people know, or hopefully you know, that your the gift limits uh, uh, where you don't have to file a gift tax is 17000 So, you know, like uh, I could give Josh $17,000 uh, this year without having to file a gift tax uh, or, you know, Josh's parents or grandparents could give him $17,000 uh, this year without, a, that's the, that's the uh, amount, the, the gift tax exclusion uh, in 2023. Um, but let's say you said, uh, you know, so what you can't do is you can't pay a student loan above that $17,000 amount and ha and have that not be considered a gift you you but what you can do is is uh you could pay uh tuition you could pay direct tuition so let's say you have a kid or a grandkid going to a private school uh if you pay that tuition directly it let's say you pay forty thousand dollars it doesn't have to be considered a gift and you don't have to worry about the the gift uh filing so that's a, something a lot of people in fact i didn't we actually had a client in the situation and i didn't actually know until we dealt with this client and i said wait a second they can pay their grandchild's tuition uh and they don't have to worry about the seventeen thousand dollar exclusion uh so the other place you can do it and i didn't know this either was healthcare costs uh that's not considered you don't have to worry about the gift exclusion so if you have a kid or grandkid that uh, you know has extreme healthcare costs, and you want to chip in that you don't have to. You got to pay the the hospital or, or the care provider directly, just like you have to pay the tuition directly. But that isn't considered a gift. So uh, a lot of people, especially that are well-to-do or well-off families, uh, that would like to do some of these things, maybe didn't weren't there in time to get this 529 money saved, uh, but they would like to do something. They can pay the tuition directly, and it's not considered a gift. So that's. Uh, I even learned something. This radio show is great for everybody. 
Okay, uh, this doesn't say who it's from. Uh, I have a mutual fund and a Roth IRA that are actively managed by a broker. The accounts have not done well. I would like to withdraw them from the broker and reinvest them on my own. How do I safely and securely withdraw them from the broker? What paperwork and fees should I expect? Uh, well, I mean, you can just basically sign transfer documentation and move them to really anywhere you want. Uh, what you need to be aware of, of course, is uh, account closure fees. Usually most custodians assess a fee. I think it's, you know, our own custodian LPL charges like, what, $125 or something to close an account? No, not that much. It's not that much? 75 75 But, uh, you know, that's one of the things you need to be aware of, of course, on that transfer documentation, probably the most important thing is how you're actually moving it uh, and pay attention to whether you're moving it in kind. Uh, if you have big gains and stuff uh, that you've held a long time with that particular broker you, and it's in a taxable account, you probably don't want to liquidate and transfer it, which is the other option. Uh, so just be aware of how you're moving it, if you're moving it as it is uh, or you're just moving it as cash. And that's going to be up to you on, on the transfer documentation that you ultimately end up signing. Yeah, so I would tell you to back up a second here and just say, okay, well, where are you, how are you going to do it yourself? You need to go hire, you need to go pick a custodian, like one of the big firms, a Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity, and say, this is where I'm, because you're going to do it yourself, so that's where you're going to manage your Roth and your taxable account. And so you need to go there first and, and tell them you, you want to do it, or you can, you know, their websites are, are pretty Apple-like and that they are pretty user-friendly and self-explanatory. Uh, and, and you need to open the accounts at that, that place where the money is going to go first. Uh, and then you can, you know, they'll help you with the transfer paperwork. But like Josh said, you want to, you know, because you have a Roth, you want to open a Roth that you can't like liquidate your Roth, close the Roth, and then open another one. You want to do a Roth to Roth transfer. All right, that's our show this week. Appreciate you listening. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.